Welcome to the She Watchables podcast, where we are ever so professional and do not write the title of the film down that we are doing incorrectly. I haven't done that. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you have written it down incorrectly. Well, you've done better than me. I haven't written it down at all. But um, oh, well, what, we thought, what we thought we would do this month, mm-hmm. uh, apparently it's, uh, it's South Asian Heritage Month, August. Who knew? We knew, obviously. We, we you, knew. You don't look at all surprised, but I, I was quite surprised. It's South Asian Heritage Month. Excellent. And mm-hmm. it's the Women's World Cup Finals. It is. So we decided to do Local Hero. Oh, no, we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> we decided to do... Bend it Beckham. Bend it Beckham, indeed. Which <laughs> is what I've you have down. written down. Yes, Bend it bend Beckham. Bend it like Beckham. Bend it actually. like Beckham, yeah. yeah. Which is a... 2002 film yeah what mm, does it show we'll come back to that yeah we'll mm-hmm. come back Question to for that. later uh-huh. uh it it's longer than i remembered i thought it was like a good 90 minute film but it's not it's just shy of two hours it's I, i'm i'm gonna say it's longer than it needs to be okay yeah okay yeah mm, you know mm-hmm. a 90 minute film would, would have been great yeah i would have thought i would yeah. have been yeah, yeah. cut a little Perfect. bit of slack but definitely so bend it like beckham Mm-hmm. What's the plot synopsis? Can you give us a, a brief, um, <laughs> brief? Brief. <me. laughs> would, would you like me to do it? <laughs> my sentence. You know what? I should just restrict you to a sentence. A sentence. In one sentence. My sentence is: It's a 2002 film about a young Indian woman who aspires to be a professional footballer against her family's wishes. Beautifully put. There we go. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Short and sweet. Definitely Indeed. shorter and sweeter than I could say. <laughs> <laughs> um, it has um, 6.7 on mm-hmm. IMDb. Mm-hmm. What do we think about that? And seems to be going down. Yeah. So I decided that 6.7 stars on IMDb was not good enough. So okay. I looked at Rotten Tomatoes and they have it at 85%. So I'm going oh, with okay. Rotten Tomatoes. I think Mubi, which is the streaming service that I watch it on, had it at 5.8. But that's Mubi. That's, you know, yeah. that's Mubi viewers, mm-hmm. streamers. So 6.7 is probably about average. I think it's a little bit low. A little bit low. Yeah. Okay. I'd okay. give it. I'd give it a good seven and a half. Fair enough. I feel I, like I'd, I could I'd maybe that. seven. I'd maybe give it seven. Yeah. Six point seven is a bit harsh, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, what about awards? I haven't really written anything. So, um, the only sort of notable award that it won in terms of like awards that we are familiar with. Mm-hmm. It won the British Comedy Awards 2002 Best Comedy Film. However, I couldn't find any information about what other comedy films were in that category that year. Right. Um, Try as I might. Mm. I couldn't find any info. Interesting. So it may have been the only film in its category. Mm -hmm. Possibly. (laughs) Possibly. (laughs) But I'm sure British Comedy Awards managed to come up with more than one comedy film. You think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's the kind of raison d'etre, really, isn't it? Yeah. Footnote. I would argue that Bend It Like Beckham isn't actually a comedy, although it does have funny moments. According to Wikipedia, it's classed as a sports-slash-drama film. Other British films classed as comedies which were released this year include 24-Hour Party People, Shillian Music Biopic, 
The Guru, About a Boy, surely a bittersweet comedy drama, Ali G in the House, and Danny Boyle's TV movie Vacuuming Completely Nude in Paradise. So maybe Bend It Like Beckham was the best comedy film of the year. So, yeah, I think it it got nominated for lots of um, international awards, but yes. sort of film awards and festivals and things that uh-huh. I'm not overly familiar with. So not, not that, a big that was probably the, the most uh, notable. I think Keira Knightley was nominated mm-hmm. um, a few times. Yeah. Um, for like a newcomer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because she was ridiculously young in this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it stars... Keira Knightley is the person that we, we've all kind of heard of, that we're all familiar with. But mm-hmm. this is where she started, yeah. isn't it, really? This was her first major role. Yeah, she did um, the film The Hole the previous okay. year. But yeah. that was a bit more of a indie underground yes. not so mainstream uh-huh. sort of horrorish flick mm-hmm. i think so yeah this is i think her big break yes definitely and within what 12 months she was in pirates of the caribbean mm-hmm. and she was huge yep uh not physically because she was <laughs> tiny she is tiny. tiny but yeah so i think she got nominated for a, a few newcomer awards but didn't uh don't think won anything mm-hmm if you were going to give it an award, what award would you give it? I'd give it Best Lighting for Jonathan Rhys Meyers' award. Really? <laughs> really? I it mean, just makes me laugh throughout the film. Yes. It, it's just very funny. <laughs> I mean, I've written down... We might we might as well go to cast an MVP while we're, we're kind of there. I've yeah. written down uh, Jonathan Rhys Meyers' um, Eyes of a Serial Killer. <laughs> it does a bit. It does, but have you noticed that... Every time he's wearing white in the film, which uh-huh. he wears quite a, a lot, lot because it yes. is a good colour on him. Yeah. Um, and he appears at like a door or standing over Jess. Uh-huh. He's got like that um that starlight glow <laughs> that they use on Galadriel <laughs> yes. in Lord Galadriel of the Rings. Galadriel light. Yeah, he's yes. got the Galadriel yeah. glow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's definitely something. Yeah. There is definitely some some yeah. kind of technique that they are they are using. I can't him. imagine why he was embarrassed about being in this film i'm not gonna lie i think it's because he's terrible he is terrible I mean, he's really as wooden bad. as a goalpost yeah i don't know who else would you cast i mean i'd say almost anyone but <laughs> i'm really not sure what he's doing in it uh, he, he fits his, his eye candy uh, do you think yeah okay. it was it was it was like you know what's hot yes when i was 17 okay fair enough um, I'm more familiar with him from. Uh, I didn't watch the Tudors, but he was mm. he was big in that, wasn't he? Apparently he was, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it and either. And Gormenghast, I saw him in Gormenghast. Mm. He was very good in that. But again, he's got that kind of. I don't know. I just feel like he's got that kind of slightly creepy. Well, he does play Dracula in a series at some point ah, as well. well. There yeah. you go. You see. I mean, when we were talking the other month about um, people should have an average IMDb score, mm-hmm. um, his would be quite low. <laughs> if you look at some of the dross that he's been in, yeah. um, bless him, I'm not sure why. Mm-hmm. Maybe just needs to get a better agent. Yeah, perhaps. But his IMDb scores are low mm-hmm. across the board, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I did notice that one too. Mm-hmm. Um, Paminda Nagra. Mm. Uh, I love her so much. I know. Because she's brilliant in this film. She is. But then she went on to be in ER as well, which I absolutely adore. Okay, I right. It 
from start to finish. And yeah. um, she was in six seasons of ER after oh, this. Oh, good, good. And then she's done a lot of other yes. US TV things since uh-huh. as well. But, yeah, Pam and Dunn are great. Not as big great. as uh, Keira Knightley, though, in the films. No. Um, which no. I'm really surprised about. Because mm-hmm. I think she's great in this. Yeah. Keira Knightley obviously got all the nominations because she was 17. I know. At the time, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, whereas Paminda Nagra was 27. I know. Very, very hard to believe. Incredibly hard to believe. Mm. In fact, quite interesting that in the film as well, she's supposed to be, what, like two 18? years or three years younger than Joe, maybe? Yes. And she's in actually real life, older she's than him. two years she, older Exactly, than him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she is. But yeah, she, she has no problem pulling off being a 17 no, year old in this not film. Not at all. Um, I mean, to the point where when when they go to... No, it's not when they go to Hamburg, but when they go out for a, a drink mm-hmm. and uh, Keira Knightley's character, Jules, is drinking Carlsberg. Mm-hmm. I sat up and thought, how old are they, how old are they supposed <laughs> to be? Um, yeah. and 17, 18. 17, it? 18, 18, technically, because yes. it's like the summer before they should be going off to uni, I yes. guess. So, yeah. 18... Ish. I find it a little bit yeah. odd because they seem to have an awful lot of um, freedom mm-hmm. for people who are technically still under eighteen. You know, they, they don't seem to have any. Yeah. They don't seem to need any parental um, consent to jet off to Hamburg at a moment's notice. True. Um, so yeah, I did struggle with how old are they supposed but, to yeah, be. But yeah, I guess for a while. if they're eighteen, then they're, they're let's say enough. they're eighteen. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Uh, who else have we got? Um, Colvin de Geer, who, he, I don't know, he's, he's not been in too much, I don't think, recently, but I just recognise him from Goodness Gracious Me. Oh, right, okay, um, I never watched that. And Nina know. Wadia as well. Um, mm-hmm. They were bo- Because Mira Sayal and um, Sanjay, what's his surname? I don't know. <laughs> was in Paddington too, and was it? And that's been oh. in everything. What's his name? Footnote: I'm so ashamed. I may have to hand back my Wittesane badge. My momentary brain fog prevented me from recalling the name of official national treasure Sanjeev Bhaskar OBE. He featured in two of the other comedy films released this year, The Guru and Anita and Me, based on the book written by his wife, the wonderful Mira Sayal. Goodness Gracious Me was a TV and radio sketch show which ran from 1996 to 2001 and featured officially the sixth best comedy sketch of all time, Going Out for an English, where the cast are the 24 plates of chips, constantly mispronounce the waiter's name and compete to order the blandest item on the menu. Anyway. Sorry. They are the two that are most well-known from uh, Goodness Gracious Me. Mm-hmm. But the other two are Colvin de Geer and Nina Wadia, who are both in this right. film. And again, it was like, what's going on with people's ages in mm-hmm. this? Because he he plays Titu, who is um, the, the fiancé. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking... How old is he supposed to be? And then when I started looking him up on IMDb, um, he was in Rita Sue and Bob 2. Really? Which is a 1987 film. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So I'm thinking, what on earth? So anyway, he was 22 in Rita Sue and Bob 2. He's Mm -hmm. 37 in Bend It Like Beckham. Wow. So I mean, really, he's pushing it. He's a little bit too old to be... 
oh, what's her name? What's uh, what's Jessie's Pinky? <laughs> that's the one. He's a little bit too old to be her uh, fiance, but there you go. But he doesn't look thirty-seven. No, he absolutely yeah. doesn't look thirty-seven. No, you're quite right. Who else have we got? Shaznay Lewis. I know. Yeah, I did forget that she was in this until yeah. I started rewatching. I was like, oh yeah, Shaznay. I can't help but think that they just got people involved in this so that they could keep the budget down mm-hmm. and um, get people to provide songs for the soundtrack as well. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> I do wish Mel C had been in this film because mm. she likes a football, you know. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's what it was missing. Yeah, it was also missing um, Victoria and David Beckham. <laughs> But we got, you know, budget versions. We did, Affordable yes. budget versions. When your budget is three and a half million pounds. Yeah. You know. It's a massive shame, though, isn't it? Because David Beckham, by all accounts, you know, put his weight behind this film. Mm-hmm. Gave, you know, gave his blessing to use yeah. the name because he really wanted to encourage mm-hmm. women's football. Mm-hmm. And then at the last minute, apparently, they couldn't make the schedules work. And it, yeah. was, uh, it was Victoria Beckham that couldn't make it. And so I don't know why... They, you know, she like David be Beckham. In it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Vicks, but yeah, no, I don't we, really we understand that. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there you go. Who else have we got? Apparently, Mr. Bamra, um, Jesse's father, mm-hmm. has an impressive back catalogue. Yeah. It, Huge. Yeah, I think I got like finger strains yes. scrolling through all his uh, previous he, work. He has 440 <laughs> acting credits on uh-huh. IMDb. So yeah. well done him. Impressive. Yes. Yeah. In in terms of just acting royalty, he gets the MVP. Even though I've never yeah, <laughs> never enough. seen it. I don't <laughs> no, think yeah. I've seen him in anything else, but you know, yeah. you can't uh, you can't argue with yeah, mm-hmm. four hundred and forty credits to date. Um and then we've got some cameos, haven't we, with Gary Lineker and John Motson, John Barnes, mm-hmm. Alan Hansons. So they're quite fun. Yeah. Aren't they? They are. I bet they couldn't afford Gary Lineker now. <laughs> no, I bet they could. Although again, I was you know, thinking something along those lines yeah. that I bet he'd be up for doing it anyway. Like he's always up for a bit of a laugh, Gary. Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they provided their services at a budget price mm-hmm. again to promote women in football and yeah. such. Yeah, maybe. Who well, knows? I think um, Gurinder Chada, our director and writer, mm. she started out working for the BBC, didn't she? So maybe uh, she was yes. like. Pulled with them anyway. Possibly, yeah. yeah. Pulled a few strings, mm-hmm. maybe. So, yeah, Gurinder Chadder. Have you seen any of her other films? No, I don't think I have. I've seen snippets of Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging. Oh, okay. I think a little bit of Bride and Prejudice, mm-hmm. but I've not watched any of them wholly. No, no, I know. I'm a bit ashamed I haven't. I haven't seen Badgie on the Beach, which is like, that was the big one, wasn't it? I really want to watch that now, though. Well, you know. I think it's something we'll really on the list. We'll put it on the list. <laughs> <laughs> got some of the same uh, actors in as well, hasn't uh-huh. it? So that can go on the on the list. I need to um, need to watch Blinded by the Light as well because I mm-hmm. think that's on Netflix. Yeah, and I'm interested to see what she does in Parachutem. I've seen Parachutem. Yeah. Um, and but I had to remind myself of the segment that she directed. Mm-hmm. So I looked at I looked at a very very grainy copy of it on YouTube that looked like it had been you know filmed through somebody's kitchen window um <laughs> on, a, on a very very cheap phone uh-huh. um but it's a segment where there are three uh french teenage boys mm-hmm. who are catcalling women who are walking past right and then uh, a lady in a in a hijab 
goes past and she falls over mm-hmm. and two of them are just carry on laughing and then one like gets up and helps her helps her open they mm-hmm. spend some time chatting together um and then she goes off to the mosque mm-hmm. and he goes back to his friends um they, they're taking the mick out of him so eventually at the end of the section he goes off to the mosque to track her down oh cool uh, and she comes out with with a you know an elder family member one assumes mm-hmm. um, and you think they might be a bit frosty but they don't. They say, oh, are you walking this way with us? And off mm-hmm. they go into the sunset. Oh, and that's, that's it. Nice. So it's sweet. And it's kind of, it's of a piece with the a mm-hmm. lot of her other um, productions. So, yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's quite sweet. Good. It's quite sweet. Uh, I'm not sure what the segment is called, but yeah. And she appears three times in cameo in this film. Three times? Three times, oh, yeah. Only, she's desperate to be in two. her own films. Um, I only got this because I, I looked it up, but she's a wedding guest. Uh-huh. So she appears twice as a wedding guest, but oh, she's also okay. a runner. Yeah, she I got had, the runner bit. Yeah. And then I read the wedding guest bit. Yes, yeah. But I didn't realise she was in it twice. So they really, the really guest. were like doubling up mm-hmm. on <laughs> how many people have we got and, and how <laughs> how much can we use all these yeah. people? I'll be in it. I'll, I'm, I'm believe, directing it and writing it, but I'll be in it too. I believe most of the wedding guests in the film were actually her friends and family as well. Yeah. yeah. So why not? I think even uh, the, the chauffeur um, didn't even realise it was a film. Oh, <laughs> um, just thought it was, it was a wedding that he was just going uh, dropping people off oh, at. So nice. one has to wonder how many people got paid. But, uh, you know, you've got to be creative on a small budget. You do. You Absolutely, do. yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the budget, as you say, well, it's about six million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and it grossed 76 uh, million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Not 76 dollars, which is what I've actually <laughs> written down here. Um, and it still holds the Guinness World Record for the highest grossing football film. Oh, really? Absolutely, wow. yeah. Nice. yeah. Which is uh, amazing. I was um, quite amazed to find out that um, about half of its gross worldwide revenue actually came from the States Wow! as well. Apparently it was huge over there, huge. Yes, because they did have, you know, as they talk about in the film, mm-hmm. you know, a, a quite popular women's league mm-hmm. didn't they, at that time. So, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Thanks um, to a player called Mia Hamm, apparently. Yes. That uh, was a very popular female football player in the States. There was talk of renaming it Move It Like Mia. I know. In the States, <laughs> which wouldn't have been quite the same, I don't think. It always distresses me slightly. And please don't take this the wrong way, American listeners, because I know we have lots of At you. At least two. Um, <laughs> but it, it does distress me slightly that film productions and... and Things want to dumb things down yeah. for American audiences. Exactly, because I think, can you, is, is it the audience that's to blame or is it the production companies yeah. who, who just underestimate the, yeah. their audience? Mm-hmm. So I'm really glad. I'm that, hoping it's that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Mm. I'm glad going the sort of dug her heels in and went, nope. Definitely. Because this title is, is not just about Beckham. Yeah. It's, you know, it's about women having to, I think she said this in a few interviews, uh-huh. women having to like, bend the rules to exactly get where they want to be yes. to be able to do what they want yes. to do works on two levels yeah uh-huh. so move it like Mia no especially mm. because Jess has never really heard of the uh, American Women's League true has she so it'd be it's, it's uh, Jules that tells her about it mm-hmm. oh well you know you, you can go and do this in America kind of thing so yeah. she's not aspiring to be Mia mm-hmm. because she doesn't know who she is yeah she's aspiring to Bend it like Beckham. Yeah. So, yeah, it is. 
I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm glad they, they stuck to it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Is it rewatchable and why or why not? I say rewatchable uh-huh. um, for me because it's nostalgic. True, yeah. Because, I mean, the characters are 17, 18 in the film. Yes. Same age I was at that time. And, Fair enough, yeah. Um, I love all the sort of culture from, like, you know, the early noughties. It's, yeah. You know, it's very nostalgic for me. Yeah. Um, the whole... <laughs> I can relate to um, to Jules' character <laughs> quite a lot. Because... <laughs> because uh, her mum's very similar to mine in some ways. <laughs> I can kind of see that. Yeah. yeah. I can kind of some see that. Some personality traits uh-huh. I shared. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, me and Jules were probably similar-ish in some ways. Yeah. Character-wise and things. Her mum played by yeah. Juliet Stevenson. Yeah. Who got the and. <gasps> she did. Yeah. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course. Um, but yeah, um, rewatchable as well, just because I think you pick up on a few more of the lines. This is true. On a couple of watch-throughs. Yeah, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. You get some more of the little, like, throwaway lines that are actually quite funny. Exactly, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. About mosquito bites and mangoes and things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Did you enjoy it? I know this was your first. I did. Yes, I hadn't seen watch. it. My first viewing was last week. Yes, I hadn't seen it before. Um, I did. I did. Um, I, I, as I say, I, I would be happy with a seven on IMDb. Uh-huh. It's I, for me. I watched it twice. Yeah. I was happy to watch it twice. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't rush back. To watch it again mm-hmm. because yeah, I understand what you're saying about it being nostalgic. To me, I found it a bit dated. Right. So I probably wouldn't rush back to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did enjoy it. I thought it was important. Yes. I think it's one of those films that, for me, it's more important than. Um, it's not going to go in my top ten. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think enough. it's it's important that 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 the film was made. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a shame that things haven't changed a little bit more in cinema. Mm-hmm. Things are changing um, in football. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but it didn't. Or at least in really... some in football. Oh well, yes, true. Yeah, that's right. Um, as I said, I'm sad really that Parminder Nagra didn't. You know, this wasn't her big chance in the mm-hmm. same way that it was Kira Knightley's big chance. Yeah. Um. So I don't think it's. Uh, I think that even the director wasn't uh, was a bit disappointed mm-hmm. that that didn't happen, that yeah. it didn't really move South Asian cinema in Britain on mm-hmm. too much. You know, there weren't. Uh, it, there wasn't an increased number of films with young female asian actors mm-hmm. in the lead yeah you know yeah i think we're getting back we're, we're getting there now aren't we yeah but it's taken a long time it's taken longer than it should have done yeah well as really. recent as 2017 there was an interview with gurinda chada that mm-hmm. she said if anything it feels like it's going backwards like yeah. the diversity and the representation uh-huh. of like asian culture in cinema and female yeah. asians in particular mm-hmm. yeah she just she was Sounded pretty fuming, to be fair, and yeah. understandable. Yeah. Because there was this little blip, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. You know, where you had Badge on the Beach, East is East, mm-hmm. you had this, and, you know, and then it has kind of gone a little bit yeah. quiet of yeah. late, certainly on the mainstream mm-hmm. stage. Yeah. 
but um, no, I did. I enjoyed it. Um, how British is it? Pretty darn British. Very, yes. I did wonder why did they go to Hamburg? Um, and then I realised when I looked at the production companies, Film Forderung Hamburg is one of the production companies who are involved. So maybe they just went shilling round to uh, lots of European countries and lots of uh, you yeah, know maybe. cities and uh, said, oh, you know, um, can you give us some tax breaks for filming in your your city? We'll make it look nice. Go on a little boat trip, you yeah. know. See, this is why you're chief researcher because. Uh... I thought it was probably just they got the cheapest flights. I mean, it could be that. European city, it could Hamburg be that. was the cheapest one. But yeah, there's definitely, uh, there's definitely some production behind that. Yeah. And Hamburg's a very nice city. I've never been out to go. Oh, you should. You should yeah. go. Beatles mm-hmm. Connection. And I know. All of that. Yeah, it's very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it is, it is pretty damn British. We've got like a, a very primarily British, but then multicultural cast and mm-hmm. um filmed on location in london like you said hamburg yeah. mm-hmm. um so yeah british, british. it's about as british as as yeah. we get yeah and it and it's kind of focusing on well, british football. culture meeting yeah. mm-hmm. asian culture and yes. the two trying to find a way to get along yes. in harmony uh-huh. in various ways so and obviously, just football oh. itself yeah. is, is a very British pastime. Yeah, very it? true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Soccer. Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> Not soccer. Any uh, favourite scenes or favourite lines? <laughs> yeah, okay, so uh, favourite lines. I've got lesbian, her birthday's in March. I thought she was a Pisces. <laughs> Very good. And then on a similar ilk, she's not She's not Lebanese, she's Punjabi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see, so I missed that one. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I must admit, all of, I think most of my favourite lines are along those same... Uh, like, I do like, I was cheering Martina Navratil over as much as the next person. <laughs> as a, you know, some, uh-huh. it's almost like a, some of my best friends are gay kind of argument, oh, no, isn't yeah. it? And take your lesbian feet out of my shoes is one of my favourites. Uh-huh. Uh, I do like a food-related one as well. When uh, Mrs. Bamra finally mm-hmm. gets on board with Jess being yeah. able to... Uh, sorry, spoiler alert, go to the States to the football uh, yes. scholarship. Um, at least I taught her full Indian dinner. The rest is up to God. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I know, it just makes me hungry. This film just oh, makes so me hungry. So much good food. Uh, apparently, Gurinder Chadha wasn't actually very well-versed in football. And so some of the... Some of the script just consisted of the words jargon, jargon, football jargon. <laughs> and we will fill that in later. So uh, I thought that was quite cute. Yeah. Um, I was trying to figure out the meaning of the word gaudy. Okay. Gaudy, gauder. Yeah, yeah seemed... I heard it a few times yeah. and I couldn't figure out what it meant in particular. Yeah. Like slang-wise. Exactly. It's obviously a slang word. Yeah. It's... the. Uh, in Urban Dictionary, I think the only thing I could find is it's an Indian word meaning like most superior. Oh, okay. But it, they use it almost in an insulting way. Yeah, because I got it as like being like a a white boy. Exactly. Sort yes. Sort of slur. Because I think they, they they refer to Jules uh-huh. when she sat watching them play football. Yeah. They refer to her mm-hmm. as gaudy, gauda, I'm not sure. And yeah. then, yeah, the same with um, with Joe. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know 
mm. what that is. I have done as much research as I can. But yeah, that's that's weird. It's yeah. weird. That's all I came up with was that it means like most superior, which seems strange. Mm-hmm. It does. If you so, if you know any different, please let us know. I've just, I've just thought, why did I not ask? A couple of people. Oh, okay, work with. yeah. So I'm yeah. going to have well, to ask get, get and back I'll to let us. You know. Get back to us if you find out. Yeah. I will. Uh, do you have any favourite scenes? Um, I like the wedding. I just like the yeah, wedding because I just so like the colour. Yeah, I just love how it looks. Mm-hmm. The colour and the music and the food. Uh-huh. The food. Um, yeah, I just I, I like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the football scenes are very well mm-hmm. filmed. I think. Yeah. Particularly for its time, mm-hmm. because. I mean, there were some unfair people, I think, uh, on IMDb reviewing it, saying, like, oh, the football scenes look terrible. I actually think they look pretty good. I do too, yeah. Yeah. I like the bits where it's, like, getting you in on the action. Yeah. And then, you know, taking you away mm-hmm. out of the action and giving you, you know, the bigger view. But, yeah. yeah, it does. I think it does it really well. Like I think it's coming the ball and stuff. Definitely, yeah. It doesn't look clunky or anything. Or no. What? No, I don't think so. And you can tell that it's um, the actor's... Yeah. doing what they're supposed to be doing. It's yeah, not like yeah. it's not one of these clumsy where you get uh, you know a close up of the actor yeah, and then you true. get you know a, a long shot of someone doing some fancy football, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite clear because they did do some training, didn't they? They did quite a bit of training yeah. before. Yeah. Before the so, uh, oh, three months three months of it. Yeah. And it involved broken toes and yeah. uh, concussions apparently for both Pominder and Kira. It does sound but apparently Kira could have gone pro if yeah. she'd have uh, started sooner. Yeah. She was that good. Wow, started sooner. Yeah. Goodness me. If she'd and have she been, been playing from the time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I must admit, I always envy um, actors, not necessarily for being famous or earning money or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I envy them being able to learn to do these amazing things for like literally no reason. Yeah. You know, like when people just learn sword fighting. I just learned mm-hmm. sword fighting for a role. It's yeah. like, wish that was my job. Yeah. Just to like learn sword fighting or horse riding or football. But just safe in the knowledge that if you're rubbish at it, they'll just get a double in to cover it for you anyway. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The pressure must be quite intense. Oh, would you imagine must, so? You know, you yeah. just want to be able to like do these things. Yeah. But and imagine if, if like you just got, you know, six months to just, yeah. you know, learn to play clarinet or something yeah probably a bad example but you know i just think if that's your job just to like you know learn how to do something uh-huh. randomly yeah true yeah very lucky uh, did you get a degree of richard curtis <laughs> i mean i did okay okay kira knightley was in love actually she was you're quite right yes you are quite right i'm having I... a summer break <laughs> a summer breakdown everyone's in love actually no you're quite Everyone right is in love, actually. i i decided not to go there yeah good on you um so uh, mine's a bit niche so gorinda chadder directed some of the portmanteau film parish du mm-hmm. um which featured i mean literally everyone I could have gone anywhere. It yeah. featured literally every actor working at this time. Uh-huh. Um, but in particular, for for our purposes, mm-hmm. Emily, the wonderful Emily Mortimer. Oh, cool. Who played Hugh Grant's potential love interest, the perfect girl in Notting Hill. Nice. There we go. I managed to avoid Well done, actually. you. Yes, <laughs> I did. Let's never mention the love actually again. <gasps> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheating I know it is but it's easy isn't mm-hmm. it yeah because everyone's easy. in it um, we did best quotes 
Any worse quotes? Um, I didn't actually give it a whole lot of thought, but uh, there, there are. I think this is where it comes into it's dated. Yes. Yeah. I um I wrote down. Under worse quotes. Uh, I, do you know what? It actually makes me cringe to say it, but I'm going to. <laughs> I'm just going to pluck up courage. Okay. The painters and decorators are in. Yeah. Oh no. I know. Oh, does anyone speak like that? Yeah, it's like it's really trying to crowbar in the fact that these are women mm-hmm. and they're unashamed of their monthly cycles and their bodies, and mm-hmm. you know it's all good. And no one's. Have you ever heard anyone use that that terminology? Mm-mm. No. Do you know what it reminds me of, that line? It reminds me of um, Clueless. Okay. Because there's a line in it where Cher says something along a similar lines mm-hmm. um, when she's trying to use a period as an excuse for being right. rubbish at debate class, I think. Okay, of course, um, yeah. So I, I kind of thought, oh, because it's... But it's done in a more sort of interesting... Mm-hmm. It's said in a more interesting way in yeah. Clueless. It's not, like, dead obvious Exactly. Like that. So I felt like it, it was trying to do that. Yeah. But just didn't pull it off as well. It's and ju- it's just a bit like... Bleh. It's a bit clumsy, isn't yeah. it? And clunky. And it sounds to me like the kind of thing that a man would say. Yeah. You know. I did feel sorry for oh, she's a bit, to say that line. She, she's, she's, <laughs> she's grumpy because uh, she's got the paints and decorators in. You know, it really does sound like <laughs> yeah, one of those awful, awful things that, that mm-hmm. a man would say. Uh-huh. And I don't know whether that... I mean, I suppose we're a bit... We're a bit too late in twenty uh, in in two thousand and two for like ladette culture, mm-hmm. but you know we've had that, haven't we, at this time? Mm-hmm. And it's almost like that. That's that's why it makes me cringe a little bit. Yeah, because it's almost like you know, women being you know blokey blokey blokey. Because mm-hmm. I think that you've also just had the bit where someone's talking about um, sleeping with a man without. Oh, you know, yeah. without having a long term relationship, and then someone comes in, oh, that's the best part, we're blokey, blokey, blokey. Yeah. And it just kind of strikes it, me as like, oh, do we have to do this? And then at the end of that scene, when one of them leaves, they go, see you later, slags. Exactly. Like, oh. Exactly. If so, I'd have said that to my mates at that age, <laughs> exactly. <decked> me. <laughs> exactly. Come back, what did you just say? <laughs> what did you what just, did call, you just me? call me? Um, yeah, I. I really, I don't like that. In fact, fast forward, check your social media slash look away. Mm-hmm. I've actually written changing rooms. That changing whole room changing room scene mm-hmm. just makes me cringe because mm-hmm. I don't think there's any need to have women stripping off in yeah. in changing rooms to yeah. show. It, it, it seems like it. It seems like a scene from a completely different film directed by a male director. Mm-hmm. Even though there's nothing, obviously there's nothing kind of sexual going on mm-hmm. i still feel like it's quite a male gaze orientated scene like yeah. we don't we don't need to see them getting changed you yeah. know they could yeah we, we could cut we could have cut into that scene when they're just like getting the coats on and just having yeah. a chat yeah you know i think it kind of lends itself to saying that jess is because she looks a little bit uncomfortable True. in the changing room yes. and yeah. it's because she's not used to doing stuff no. like that she's True. not used to exposing you know yeah a bare skin in front of other people and you know she's got like the whole self-conscious thing with the, the leg the, and stuff like, so. which, which of course is a real scar yeah yeah i know yeah, yeah. which she was worried would stop her getting the part oh. but you know wrote it in quite nicely i thought with the true story of how she got it too mm-hmm. apparently so yeah i say i feel like the changing room scene does have a little bit of purpose in that sense. Mm, yeah. But I know yeah. what you mean. It does feel like a bit heavy-handed as well. Yeah. 
No, I don't. Like you said, some of the dialogue is just mm-hmm. cringeworthy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The other <clears throat> fast forward, check your social media. Um, was was the the nightclub in Hamburg? Is <laughs> just like that's no, that's no nightclub, is it? That's not, not a really. nightclub. No, there's one scene where they are clearly dancing to a different song than is actually on the soundtrack. <laughs> obviously just added that in later um so that's a bit like oh no it's way too light just lit all wrong i know yeah it is it's like a youth club more than a you know maybe that's how they do nightclubs in hamburg i don't know i've never been to one maybe it is it's certainly not on the reaper band that's uh (laughs) yeah yeah so those those are the two bits that i think are a little bit you know cringy Mm -hmm. when they when they try and get um joe to dance as well yeah, it's awkward. Very awkward. So awkward. Yeah, yeah. And not just because Jonathan Reese Mays clearly can't Cle- <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Should have stuck to football. Oh. Yeah. Um, the, okay, so this is just me being pernickety as well. Okay. But, um, a fast forward bit is the bit where Jess hurts herself while she's running laps around the pitch. Okay. And that's only because you feel a pain, presumably. Well, n- no, because uh, really I'm going, well... What's she done? What has she done? And how is him taking a sock off and, like, looking at her toes all through <laughs> suddenly making it feel better? No, like, no, you're right. He's literally done nothing. No, nothing at all. And it's his fault that she's hurt herself if she has in the first place. But again, like you said, she's only doing laps. And also she's a footballer, so surely she should be able to run, like, four or five laps around the football field. You would think oh. so. I oh. think I think they're trying to get across that she's just... Because he has to try and stop her running. Yes. So it's almost like, is she trying to prove something yeah. to herself or prove something to the other mm-hmm. players, you know? And is that is that the point they're trying to make? Oh, she's run for so long yeah. that she's now injured herself. But, like, really, if you're going to play a 90-minute-plus match, yeah, you, you probably need to be able to do a, anyway. few, a few laps around her. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah it's a bit cringy. Yeah. I mean, I do... Oh, do you know what? I'm just going to sound like I hate the film. And I don't hate the film. <laughs> but I just think there's lots of... There's, it's sliding uh, it's from seven problematic. stars. It's sliding. It's problem- <laughs> We're down to six points. It's problematic to me that the whole um, Joe and Jess imbalance of power relationship. Uh-huh. Uh, I know that, uh, as as we've said before, the actors involved, uh-huh. you know, Paminder Nagra is actually two years older. Mm-hmm. But she seems considerably younger and mm-hmm. she's playing a considerably younger yes. character. And um, I just find uh, Joe's character creepy. <laughs> I just find him creepy and I just think, oh, every time. This... Especially, oh my word, when she's like, when she's had a couple of glasses of wine in Hamburg and she's mm-hmm. clearly, you know, a little bit tipsy. Mm-hmm. And then he takes her outside and it's like, oh no, oh, no, 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 because no. she... Doesn't she go outside? She's outside of her yes, own accord because she she's drunk. And she she's does. Like, I know, I know. Yeah. But I feel that he takes advantage of the situation. A little, a little. bit. Yeah. A I mean, little. you wouldn't, I you wouldn't be able to write those characters that way now. No, absolutely not. No. no. It makes me feel a little uncomfortable. Even though she is technically like 18 in the film and stuff, it's still, it is like a little it's, bit of a... It's an imbalance of power yeah. thing though, isn't it? Yeah. It's not to do with how old they are mm-hmm. necessarily. It's the fact that he is her coach. Yeah. Um, and he shouldn't be doing anything like that mm-hmm. with, um, yeah, with the people who he's supervising and yeah. coaching. But true that. But hey ho. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Um, soundtrack. Yeah. Kicking soundtrack. Amazing. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dated, obviously. Yeah. 
But but as mentioned, loved the nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Texas, Melcy. Yeah. Basement Jacks. Uh huh. Bit of Blondie and Tom Jones. I know Blondie again. Atomic again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Indian fired music. Like Indian fired. Yes. Um, yes. Power of Love. Uh, big up to Timon Singh, who um, wrote the Hindi translation. Nice. Of that, it was performed by Ama Danjal. I knew I shouldn't attempt to pronounce any of these <laughs> things. Um, but yeah, that's, it's really good, that, actually. I know, It's, yeah, it's a really, it's nice, uh, really nice version. So you said before in, in the wedding scene, like, the music's great, mm. and the music is amazing. There yeah. is a track in that wedding scene that I really want to find out what it's called, but I can't. I don't, I don't know. Well, they're all listed on IMDb, but who knows which are which. I know. It I might, have you to might go through fine to yes. comb, I think. Because yeah. uh-huh. I want that track. Like well, on my playlist. I think I looked, um, there were 39, no, um, yeah, I think there were 39 tracks on the soundtrack mm-hmm. and a third of them mm-hmm. are like the, the Hindi, um, either just the music um, or the, the Hindi language. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really good. Yeah. Um, you know, it's properly represented. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like you say. Got a bit of Basement Jacks on there as well. <laughs> um, and more than one Spice Girl. Got two Victoria Beckham tracks and two Mel C tracks. Yes. And an All Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. I mean, we've got Tom Jones, uh, Curtis Mayfield. Other than that, we're, we're pretty much a girl power mm-hmm. soundtrack, aren't we? Yeah, I'd say so. Happy days. Yeah. Yeah, I like uh, Kira Knightley's collection of CDs. Well, it's Juliet's collection of CDs on a bedroom wall as right. well. Right, yeah. She's got oh, some yes, good, she she's does, got some good yeah. 90s and noughties yeah. albums in, yeah. in the show there. Yeah. Know, bit of garbage and stuff. It's, it's not that bad. Lols. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any running? Mm. Fairly, fairly <laughs> obvious that a, yes, a there is. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Lots of running, lots of being injured. Oh, trainer shopping. I mean, I know oh, it's football yes. trainer shopping, but yeah. still trainer shopping. Yeah. We can mm-hmm. appreciate a bit of that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, I got an email the other day from uh-huh. Brooks. Oh, yeah. Saying, it's been 12 months since you bought your last pair of trainers. No you need to buy way. another one. And I was just like, I do not. Of course you do. It's been 12 months. <laughs> Definitely do some. I have, I have like four pairs. I rotate. It's fine. Okay. None of them are worn out yet. It's That's all good. fine then. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll just say for for balance, in the interest of balance, mm-hmm. um, A6 trainers are also available. <laughs> and if anyone would like to send us a pair, you know, I prefer Nova Blasts, you know, out of uh, yeah. <laughs> out of choice. Brooks Glycerin for Abs- me. With yeah, absolutely. <laughs> any any uh, any trainers mm-hmm. would be gratefully received. Yeah. Yes, lots of running. Um, is there any good food? Oh yes. Ali Gobi. Oh. Chapatis. Yes. All of them. Those wiggly fried things. I don't know what they're called. Oh, yeah, I don't know what they're called um, either. But, yeah, those things. Mm. Samosas as well. Yep. When yep. Jessie's, like, making the samosas with her family, I'm like, mm-hmm. I love samosas. It does just make you hungry. Yeah. It does make me hungry. Yeah. I think there's some Indian sweets in there as well. Mm-hmm. Dal. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that they don't want to learn how to make dal. To be fair, you know, the two things are not mutually exclusive. You can play football and learn to make good dal, you know, that's fine. I'm not a dal fan. I are think, you not? I, think you, I thought, I did wonder if you knew this. 
Okay. Him and Dahl's mu- classical musician. Right. I'm not a Dahl fan. He always orders Dahl, Taka Dahl. I love Taka Dahl. I'm not a fan, I really? don't know why. I wish I was, but no. Mm. I could fan just have pretty much everything else bowl. Indian, though. Oh, no, I could literally just have a bowl of Taka Dahl and some naan bread. And... Yeah, that's pretty much what Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, but... Restaurants do vary, so mm. keep trying it. You might find one that you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I got there with hummus. You, there was a point where you didn't like hummus. Yeah, there was a really? point. There was a point where I really didn't wow. like hummus. But I just kept trying it and trying yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I got there. Oh no, hummus is great. Mm. Mm. Hummus is like so yes, yes. <laughs> full full Indian meal, full Punjabi dinner. Uh huh. Yeah, all sounds great. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there is talk of beans on toast in a sad way. Um, but beans oh, on toast true. is a good oh, British man. staple. I could eat beans on toast every day. Yeah. And to be fair, if the cost of living crisis continues, <laughs> I may very well be you doing mean you've that. not started yet? <laughs> <laughs> At least two or three times a week, you know. But, uh, I love beans on toast. Yeah, it's great. Such an underrated. Mm-hmm. What, what, what's your condiment of choice on oh, beans on toast? Brown sauce. Yeah, every time. Yes. yes. Brown sauce just makes beans better. Definitely. Agreed. Pines, you can have that for a fee. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not. You can fussy. have that sales pitch for a fee. Uh, just any, any apart from, uh, apart from, I think it's Aldi. That's weird. I think Aldi brown sauce is weird. I don't think I've tried it. Mm. I'll be honest, I'm a bit of a sauce snob. Are you? And I don't like HP all the way. I'm HP and proper Heinz. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm like legit brands for sauces. I think tomato ketchup you can get away with. But brown sauce, you, you yeah. there's only so far down you can drop. Yeah, I think before it just starts to taste weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm with you with you on the beans on toast. Yep, definitely. Also, so, maybe a bit of Tabasco. Mm-hmm. But then that's just me. I'll put Tabasco on anything. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Um, other film references. Hmm. Um, I'll be honest. I've not gone for other film references. What? I was thinking influences. Yes. Like East is East. Yes. came out just a couple of years before it this. It did, and yeah. I think that probably paved some of the way for yeah. this. Because East is East was like a big British film hit, We need to watch it? that. We do, we do. It's just the Parker. <gasps> I love the Parker. Oh, I still dream about my Parker. Oh, I know. What did happen to your Parker? I think it just like vanished mysteriously. Did it not make it back from Spain? After, no, it was Turkey. Oh, was it Turkey? Turkey. After, yeah. after you uh, you bet one of your sisters that you would take it and wear it by the pool. Which for, I did. Uh, yeah. There is did, did you win? Of that did, you, did you ever uh, claim uh, <laughs> the cost of the bet? I think I uh, I think I just went for the moral victory. Okay, fair yeah, enough. I just enjoyed yeah. the glory of winning that bet. Fair enough, yeah. Um, so yeah, I do miss my Parker. It was a great Parker. Um, the only references that I got... Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's not even a reference, but it, what reminded me and what what kind of tickled me is when um jules's dad is trying to explain to her mum the offside trap <laughs> uh the, yeah. the offside reel using um uh balsamic <laughs> using the most middle class thing yeah. they have around um balsamic vinegar and, and sea salt and it made me think weirdly of the full monty mm-hmm. when they're trying to explain how to dance oh, and use yes. the arsenal offside trap to explain <laughs> how they're supposed to move and, the, yeah. and that immediately clicks with them and I thought, oh, that's quite funny. Yeah, it, as enough. I say, they're not directly related but it just made me think, you know, mm-hmm. someone using food to explain offside yeah. and then some men using offside to explain dancing. Yeah. I just thought that was that was quite uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. But the only 
other film references that I thought, I don't know if it's a direct, but it really reminded me of it. And I keep saying, but we need to do Looking for Eric. Because, obviously, Jess mm-hmm. speaks to her posters yeah. of David Beckham. Yeah. And it is a running, um, not a running gag, but a running feature of Looking for Eric that uh, our protagonist mm-hmm. speaks to Eric Cantona. Yeah. Um, who who speaks back on in this uh, <laughs> in this particular case? Oh, um, we do need to do that. We do. It's so good, but it's one of those. There's a lot of looking before the Eric. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite a grim film. Yeah. With like the most happy, uplifting ending. It's really it's great, but you've cool. got to get through that. You know. Okay. Because is it? Um, is it? It's a wonderful life. <laughs> it's n- it's not quite it's a wonderful <laughs> life, no. But it is. It's quite grim and gritty. Mm-hmm. Even though you've got these little bits of you know levity with uh, with Cantona. Yeah. Um. But then the end is is like, we need to watch it anyway. Oh, okay. Um. On the list to the yeah top. yeah. So yeah, th- those were the only kind of film references that uh, mm-hmm. that I got. Um. Can you watch it with your mum? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's very family friendly, I think. This there is film. little yeah. to offend. Mm-hmm. Uh, some mild swearing and casual racism. Yes. Um, I wrote down, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, nothing nothing to offend. I'm not sure mum would be interested in watching a film. No, but probably do you know not. what the funny thing is, and I was only talking about this today, um, obviously it's the Women's World Cup mm-hmm. at the moment. And when it was the Euros um, a couple of years ago, which we won. If you yeah, remember. I do. Um, I had to persuade my mum to watch the final. Oh. And it was... Because we just had this conversation that went something like, you're going to watch the final later on? No. Why not? Yeah. You know. No, why? Well. I, I just don't think it's right. <laughs> what do you mean? Women shouldn't be playing football. Why? Just no. Just No. What do you mean, just no? No, just no. Just no. <laughs> um, anyway, I persuaded her to watch it. She absolutely oh, loved well it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. yeah. And then when I, when I said, well, what, what, what was it that you, you know, what, why didn't you want to watch it? And it turned out that it wasn't a, you know, um, that she didn't think that they should. Mm-hmm. She just didn't think they'd be any good. Oh. That's, you know, that's the bottom line, really. Yeah. But obviously having watched it and, and seen that our ladies' team did much better than the men mm-hmm. um, have done for quite some time. Yep. Um, I think she's been won over. Oh, very good. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, maybe my mum would be interested in watching it now that she's been won over to the cars <laughs> of women's football. You have to find out if she's been watching any of the World Cup. I will. Have you been watching any of the World Cup? Did you get to? See- oh no, you will have been at work well, yesterday. Yeah, been at work. I've seen a few headlines and and seen a few bits of what's going on here uh, and there and stuff. But yeah, I mean football. Surprise! It's not my favourite. No, wrong shape ball for you, isn't yes. it? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I won't, like, go out of my way yeah. to watch. Yeah. But I do like to keep up with of what's going on with our team. Yes, stuff, so. yes, we play it mm-hmm. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Footnote. At the time of recording, England women are through to the World Cup semi-finals and will play host nation Australia for a place in the final. Although the Women's World Cup only began in 1991, there is a long and interesting history of women's football, with references in Shakespeare's Comedy of Errors and King Lear. Matches were common in the late 1800s and grew in popularity during the First World War, 
were officially banned by the FA in 1921 as being unsuitable for females. Thankfully, that didn't stop Lily Parr, born here in St Helens, from scoring over 900 goals during her 30-year career and being the first woman to be inducted into the National Football Museum Hall of Fame. Women's football continued, of course, and thankfully the FA overturned its silly decision in 1970. The current Women's Super League formed in 2011 and the new season starts in October. We're over the moon. Yep. Yep. And the USA went out early. I know. Well, do you know Surprise what? Surprise exit. I accidentally ended up watching this while I was out because yesterday morning mm-hmm. um, I watched the first half, but then I was taking a friend out for, for a coffee. So I thought, oh, never mind, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe watch it on catch up if, mm-hmm. uh, if it turns, if it's a good second half. And then where we went for coffee, they had, they had it on. So we were like, oh, happy days, <laughs> we come watch the football. Yeah. And um, it was so sad because even though it is, things are changing and people are watching, you know, keeping abreast of, of the Women's World Cup. Mm-hmm. But it was still quite empty where we were and there were people who were just sitting down eating Yes. Like literally underneath the screen, yeah, and not and watching not it. Uh, which you know, we did say at the time, if this was the men's, then mm-hmm. you know, it'd be packed and everybody be watching the screen. And yeah. then I did have a man mansplain to me about how Australia had gone out the previous day. Um, yeah, kind of walked <gasps> oh, in lovely. when we just started penalties. So I was explaining to him, I said, "Oh, you know, we've just missed a penalty each. You know, mm-hmm. just gone to penalties." And he went, "Australia have gone out as well, haven't they?" I said, no, they're up next, they're playing next. No, no, they went out yesterday. I went, no, I'm pretty sure they're playing after after this match. Uh-huh. Um, USA went out yesterday. Oh, yeah, I think you're right, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> seriously, I've got a man oh. mansplaining the Women's World Cup to me. But, you know, yeah. at least he was interested. Yeah, he was interested. At least he was interested. Yeah. That was good, yeah. So, yeah, you can definitely watch it with your mum. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've written down, is it COVID safe? No. Mm-mm. But then fo- I don't think even football was safe during the pandemic. It was, <laughs> I found it difficult to watch football yeah. during the pandemic because they were all hugging and, you know, and it was just something that we... Sweating near exactly, each other. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Spitting, oh my word. Yeah. Even though there weren't any um, actual spectators there, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was quite uh, cringy, wasn't it, when it wasn't something that you were used to in real life. Yeah, true. So, uh, yeah. Uh, is it far fetched? Um, I mean, parts of it are, I guess, mm. but the main bulk of the story, maybe not. No, no. It probably felt like it was far fetched at the time, mm-hmm. um, but certainly isn't now, mm-hmm. is it? No. Nope. But again, it's like twenty years ago, isn't it? Twenty-one years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's any specific parts of it that are particularly far fetched, but just the whole idea of, you know, women would aspire to be professional footballers at that time probably seemed quite far-fetched. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and, and, you know, probably still is to this day, but it is it is an option. It's yeah. increasingly opening yeah. up as an option, as much as it is for men, I suppose, which mm-hmm. is to say uh, <laughs> you'd have to be excellent yeah. and be in the right place at the right time in order to do it, but, you know, yeah, it is an avenue that's open to people. It is. Um, has it dated? Um, so, yes. <laughs> yeah. There's lots of things that have, yeah, like we discussed before. Yes. You wouldn't be able to write the uh, Joe and Jess. I don't think so. Sort of relationship no. that way. No. No. You wouldn't. Smoking in pubs. 
Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Not yeah. that anymore. Uh-huh. Thank, thank goodness. I mean, one of the things that's dated, but in a good way, um, like where Jess is asking, well, can, can women play football professionally? Aww. And Jules says, well, not here, no. Yeah. We're in America. Yeah. You know, I'm glad that that is, that is dated. Uh-huh. That is not yeah. the case yeah. anymore. Oh, actually, that bit made me think how dated it was as well, that basically the internet was like absolutely not like it is now. No. Because now you would have no problem knowing exactly what the situation is like you would yeah. be all over youtube videos social media videos, exactly. blah, blah 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 yeah but yeah 21 years ago not quite not the same really no not quite the same so yeah you would still be just like getting little vhs's or well just about dvds yeah and um you know going oh my gosh there's like a usa women's soccer yeah. league you probably wouldn't be able to stream some niche sports channel no just to watch the women's soccer yeah where you're up at three in the morning <laughs> exactly. the games yeah yeah for a fee of 4.99 <laughs> yes um i think again the, the the stuff about um you know the boys asking do you swap shirts at the end of the match and mm-hmm. you know to chest it mm-hmm. that kind of thing i mean that's all very you know apart from there's probably a very small group of very small men yeah who still think that way yeah you know but um i think that's 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 dated now mm-hmm. isn't it yes. um so the size of the mobile phones <laughs> made me chuckle when, yeah. all, when all the mums get the get the phones out <laughs> all at once and they're oh. absolutely huge um putting in a good word for your mate at hmv to get him a job <laughs> <laughs> yeah so many things dated about so that. many yeah <laughs> so many and i mean i don't know i I I understand that the film is about um, making your own way in life, making your own decisions. Mm-hmm. Obviously, both the the young women, they the kind of going against the parents' wishes to some degree mm-hmm. um, to to attempt to be professional footballers. But and and that's great mm-hmm. that they're striking out and doing their own thing. But I I really this is just me. I think it's a misstep that Jess decides to give it a go with Joe at the end. Yeah. Because I think, I don't know, I wonder if it was made today, if they would actually, um, if they would make her character have a little bit more respect towards her culture mm-hmm. and traditions. Because it seems a little bit to me, with the benefit of like 21 years hindsight, yeah. that... The, the film's basically saying it's fine to just do your own thing and not worry about what anybody thinks mm-hmm. and just throw out all your tradition and culture and it doesn't matter what your mum and dad think about things, you can just do what you want. And yeah. to a degree, that's great, mm-hmm. but I wonder if in, if they made it again, if they would try to preserve some of Jessie's cultural heritage yeah. If they would make more of that. Yeah. You know, they might make her I think when when she kind of when she turns him down mm-hmm. um when he thinks that he's going to take the job uh as the men's coach and mm-hmm. he's not going to be her um her coach anymore. And she says, Oh no, you know, because football's one step yeah, like to, my to go against me go. exactly to go yeah. against and, and to be dating, you know, uh, a non Indian boy mm-hmm. is a step too far. I actually thought that was quite refreshing. Yeah. I thought, oh, good for her, actually, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, she's made that choice herself. 
yeah. that she doesn't want to push her parents too far. Yeah. You know, and maybe, you know, maybe, you know, we go back to her 10 years down the line, maybe she is dating a, you know, a mm-hmm. non-Indian boy, maybe she's married, you know, whatever, we don't know. Yeah. But for her to then at the end go, oh, now, do you know what? I, I think they'll be fine. Yeah. I just think, oh, could, and could we not snogging him, right? I know, you know, like exactly. ten yards away from them. Yeah, I just think <laughs> it's a bit, you know, at the risk of sounding like an old fuddy duddy, you know, I think it's a bit disrespectful. You know, there's a fine line between, you know, self determinism, yeah. and you know, I'm going to do this, and it's my life, mm-hmm. and also being disrespectful to your parents, yeah, and not really thinking about, you know, they want the best for at the end of the day, don't mm-hmm. they? They you know. Do. And I just wonder if, if they made it today, if they would try and keep her, maintain some of her uh, Sikh Indian heritage mm-hmm. rather than just chucking it all out. Yeah. But I don't think she does it with... Or they don't write it, I don't think, with the intention of her just binning her heritage no, off. I don't think no. that is the intention or anything behind it. And I just kind of read that change of heart at the end as uh-huh. a well do you know what if it's not joe it's going to be somebody else maybe that, and yeah and they're just going to they're deal not gonna... with it eventually yes. anyway yeah. whatever yeah um and she does say like if she can't sort of choose her own path now she's always going to be you know feeling yeah. like uh-huh. she's living by somebody else's rules than, than yeah. by what she wants to do so yeah. i kind of I, I get the sort of indecisiveness and and, yeah. and the decision she makes at the end but i know what you mean writing it now they probably would write it differently i think so this. yeah yeah because i think it would actually make her a strong even though it sounds silly i think it would make her a stronger character mm-hmm. if she said do you know what no i'm actually going to you know mm-hmm. in fact i'm i'm concentrating on my football yeah why See, does there even have to be thinking. yeah why, why do I even yeah. have to have a love interest? Yeah. You know, I'm concentrating on my football for yeah. now. And maybe sometime in the future, if you're still around and we're still, mm-hmm. you know, then I just think it's... I, I, I don't like that ending, really. No, it's the proper glassy-eyed teenage girl needs the romantic ending sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. That's all that's about, really. It's, it it's kind a bit of, of a cop-out ending. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't like that ending, really. But hey-ho, mm-hmm. hey-ho. Um, does it need a prequel or a sequel? Um, I mean, me personally, not really fussed about either. Nope. No. I just like it as it's standalone. Exactly. Yeah. There was a musical um, in 2015. Of and course I'm there not was. I'm quite sure about that. It only ran for nine months, mm-hmm. um, despite winning a Critics' Choice Award for Best Musical. Right. Um and you know there there are other musicals, uh, you know very very well thought of musicals that have ro- that have won that award, it's like a Golden Globe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like the Golden Globes of the uh, of the musical world. Um, so yeah, but it just ran. It was, it was booked to run for nine months. It ran for nine months. They ran away. Right. So I'm not sure about that. <laughs> um, the was a thought that they and this was fairly recently that they might have done a scene... I mean, I don't know whether... This is probably just picking up on something that Kira Knightley may have said and running with it, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but I think that she has indicated that maybe uh, 
if they did a sequel, that Jules and Jess might turn out to have a relationship, a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. which I'm just not sure where that comes from. No. At all. Um, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know why. And I, I, if you if you read around, there are lots of people who who, who ship these guys. You know, yeah. who think that that should have been a thing. But obviously, uh-huh. the, then the subplot wouldn't make any, exactly. any sense. Yeah, there'd be a lot of other things in the film that wouldn't make exactly. sense. Or just the whole point of that bit of storyline just wouldn't no, work the, the, the same. No, uh, because Jules' mum thinks that that's what's going on. Yeah, you but know, that's, that's because she's got played... her own prejudice. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so. yeah. It's like it's played for laughs, isn't it? Uh-huh. But, you know, it is quite... Um, it's quite serious in a way, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's another cringy bit. I hate when she turns up at the wedding and causes a scene and just think, well, you wouldn't oh, do that. Why would you do that? I know. You know, anyway. Um, oh, I would like a tiny little shot just to know that Tony's okay. Yes. But, you know, he just gets <laughs> to come out to his family and yeah. live a very nice, happy ever after life. Yeah. Because that is something good. that we don't really... That yeah. is kind of pushed to the into the background. Mm-hmm. No, you're right, yeah. Um, but, yeah, apparently the way that the story originally went was mm-hmm. that the coach was supposed to be a lot older. Right, So okay. there wasn't any kind of romantic relationship. Right. And then someone said, oh, well, if you make him younger, then um, you, then you can have... You've got that romantic relationship, mm-hmm. that kind of almost love triangle. Um, but when it's been suggested to her, well, could... could Jules and Jess have had that romantic mm-hmm. relationship instead. She said, "Oh, you know, um, th- th- I'd be happy with that." And apparently, Kira Knightley has, has suggested, "Well, I'd be okay with mm-hmm. that." But I think that's just more people being fed things to say. Yeah, I don't think anyone has actually come out and said this is, you know, yeah, th- this is this is one one way that we thought to end it, but we decided against it. I think this is just more wishful thinking. Yeah, from certain communities yeah shall we say mm-hmm. um but no like you say i don't i don't think we need a we don't think we need a sequel no we can just dream that they go off to america and they become very successful yep. and you know it's a it's a happily ever after mm-hmm. ending yeah isn't it i hope so yeah definitely i, I also think, so. think that if they if if um they had gone down that road and given them a romantic relationship mm-hmm. I think it would have further reinforced the stereotype that athletic women are yeah, all totally <laughs> butch lesbians kind of thing, you know, yeah. which, you know, that's not what yeah. this film is about. No, actually, the, you know, the feminine, they go to nightclubs, mm-hmm. they put makeup on, you yeah. know, um, they're not, uh, you know, as uh, Juliet Stevenson's character says, you know, there's a, there's a reason why Sporty Spice is the only one without a fella. <laughs> Which is a funny line. It is a funny you line. Know, but um, it's implying that basically, you know, if you're athletic and you go around in sports gear all yeah. the time, then, you know, you're not going to get a fella. Yeah. So I, I don't think the Jess and Jules thing would have, would have worked. No, it wouldn't. For me. No, it would change the film. I think so. Quite yeah. a lot. Yeah, and it would just dilute the message, mm-hmm. which is women's football is great. Follow your play dream. it, do it, what you want. Exactly. <laughs> Follow your dream. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, do you have any other business? I think that's all I have to say about Bendit Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering if you had an MVP. Oh, um, I mean, I'm going to say Pam Indanagra because I think mm-hmm. she's great. I think yeah. she's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, she 
convincingly plays an 18-year-old to mm-hmm. me. Sometimes you watch films and you're like, like if you watch Grease now, you're like, these are teenagers. <laughs> Surely not. Hilarious. Um, you know, oh. I think she convincingly plays uh, plays her age. Yeah. I think she convincingly plays football. Uh-huh. Um, I just think she's really good. Yeah, she is. Um, just in, ter- so in terms of an acting MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'm going to say she's, uh, yeah, she's, she's great. Yeah. In terms of a character MVP, I would just like to give a shout-out to uh, Mr. Bamra. Yes. Because his story about uh-huh. when he first moved yeah. to England and how he was sort of discriminated, well, not sort of, he was discriminated against for being Sikh. Yeah. And just laughed out of the cricket club. Mm-hmm. And and then, like, later on in the film, he opens up more about it, doesn't he? Yes. And he realises that he's letting, letting his fear of what happened to him hold yeah. his daughter back mm-hmm. through fear that it might happen to her. Ah, oh, I just love that. Yeah, that whole storyline and that the way it's written and the way you get a little bit at the start about what happened. Yeah, but then more understanding later, and he he opens up about it, Mr. Yeah. Bamra. Respect. And then you've got that little bit at the end where they're playing cricket. Yeah, and that's really sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's found a way to heal as well. Exactly. Yeah, that is really sweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Good for him. And he's 440 acting credits. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he cares what we think. But, you know, oh, yeah. No. Good man. Um, so, yeah, it's the summer. It's officially the summer. It is. And oh, it well, you wouldn't know it again. Oh, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> to apparently, it is getting warmer towards the end of this week. It's still going to lash it's down. still going to chuck it but, down. But, uh, yeah. yeah, apparently so. Mind. Um, so, I don't know. It might be remiss for us not to uh, just spend a couple of minutes talking about the summer blockbusters. We did. We spoke about Mission Impossible. We did. Last time, we didn't did. we? And that other film. The other film with the slightly aged yes. um, action star. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Yes. Um, um, but yeah, it, since since we last spoke, it's been it's been Barbenheimer. It has. Hasn't it? <laughs> Barbenheimer weekend. I've done Barbenheimer. You have. Well done, you. Uh, not back to back. No. But within a few days insane. of each other. Yeah. Um, I know you've done... Oppenheimer. I've done that, yeah, and and but I'll I'll be honest, it's it's absolutely not to do with snobbery. I do want mm-hmm. to watch Barbie, but um, the some of the stories I've heard about cinema etiquette, oh, including yeah. one of your own, yeah. has really put me off. Gone out of the window with Barbie. Yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah, it's things like that that if I wasn't a regular cinema goer and I'd just yeah. gone to watch that film, I'd probably never go to the no. cinema ever again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I would I would either wait for the Barbie frenzy to like die yes. right down and go and watch it just before uh-huh. they take it off the cinema. That's or that just may... wait till it pops up on a streaming thing or something. Yeah, that's that may be my plan because <sighs> I, I can't I can't bear no poor cinema etiquette. Uh uh-uh. uh mobile phones and popcorn everywhere. Mind you, even when I went to Oppenheimer the other week, the guy sat on his own mm-hmm. a couple of chairs away from me. He got his phone out I once or twice. It. And I thought, mate, you've paid to come to the super screen. Mm. I'm assuming he's paying he's not like me and got a yeah, card or whatever. Uh-huh. But you still have to pay some. Yeah. And he bought cinema snacks and he was there obviously on his own, so he was a hardcore cinema goer, happy yeah. to go on his Todd. Um and even he got his phone out a couple of times and I was just like, do not, do no. not repeat my Barbie experience from a few days ago because I will not hold back. Yeah. <laughs> but thankfully it was just a quick like, and then down again. Good, good. Hmm. It is mad. It's inexplicable to me why people feel the need to get the phones out. Yeah. Put um, them away. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Barbie, incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, 
such a good film. Yeah. Feminist films with a win. I, love yeah, it. I, I know, we're doing well this <laughs> month. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's fun. It's nostalgic. Uh-huh. It's entertaining beyond belief. It's Ryan Gosling with his shirt. I mean, Ryan Gosling, the time. he does comedy very oh, well, so doesn't funny. he? He's a very, very funny yeah. actor. And yeah. oh, he can sing and dance. Um, hello. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, saying hello to the cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a film that has got such a message and there's a yeah. scene in it. America Ferrera needs to win Best Supporting Actress. Okay. She just does. Right. Just for the delivery of this scene yeah. in Barbie. Oh, I'm excited. <sighs> she rocks it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, if, if, you know, I think when we came out of the cinema, there was a group of eight or nine of us went to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the only one not wearing pink. <laughs> <laughs> do you want anything uh, pink? I don't, no. No, that's I'm why. not sure either. Um, so, yeah, all of us agreed. That mm-hmm. was, like, the, the pinnacle okay. of the film. Okay, yeah. I am looking forward to it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. But Oppenheimer. Oh, wow. Oppenheimer, goodness me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you feel feel like a quantum physics... Um, no. Person? <laughs> I, I was going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I felt... Yes, I understand all of this, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I felt, um, yeah, quite embarrassed at my, my ignorance. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the last brush I had with physics was GCSE, which was quite some uh-huh. time ago. Yeah. Um, but it isn't that kind of film, is it? I mean, it is no, complicated. You do have to concentrate. Yeah, totally. Don't you? But the actual... Um, they don't blind you with science. No, they don't, so no. to speak. Unless you haven't got it's your protected goggles on. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty straightforward to follow from like that point from of the view because they do point. keep it nice and straightforward. Yes, they but, do without dumbing down. Yeah, without dumbing down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, time. Uh, I like uh, it's Christopher Nolan, isn't he? Yeah, he likes to mess about with time and mm-hmm. what your perception of yeah things that's going on. But um, he does it so well. You know what? It doesn't I become heavy or anything. I'm it's looking forward exciting. to seeing it on DVD, yeah. Because I have a theory, uh-huh. which may be completely wrong. Go but on. we spoke about countdowns, didn't we? Mm-hmm. A while ago, and in Dark Knight, one of the the countdown on the bomb yeah. on the boat mm-hmm. is in real time. Yeah. So we know that he's good at um, you know doing things in real time. Yeah. Now the countdown to the bomb in Oppenheimer. Spoiler alert: There's a bomb in Oppenheimer. <laughs> um, the countdown to that isn't. It's not true. No, it time. isn't. No. But there's what there's a point where someone says, uh, I think it's, oh, we're one hour 58 away from the explosion or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, are we one hour and 58 into the film? Because it is kind of about oh, two thirds yeah, of the okay. way through. And yeah. I thought, I'm looking forward to watching this on DVD just to see if that is, if it's just a sheer, you know. Yeah. Just something that someone said, mm-hmm. or if he's actually put that in as a little Easter egg kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, to say like, yeah, that's that's where we're at. But I just thought Good it was point. amazing. I mm-hmm. thought the idea, like you say, messes with time, but even just messing with the structure mm-hmm. of the film because it's got an action set piece, if you mm-hmm. like. Um, that's me doing air quotes. <laughs> there, it's got an action set piece, which is the bomb yeah. going off, but like in the middle of the film. Yeah. And then the kind of the climax of the film is basically like an argument yeah. in a in a you know in a rubbishy little back office, uh-huh. um, and as someone who is getting increasingly tired of the action set piece at mm-hmm. the end of a film as like the de facto oh, way of yeah. finishing all films, yeah, I just thought it was so refreshing, mm-hmm. uh, really good. Yeah, I did think, mm-hmm. and when we spoke about we've spoken about Bend It Like Beckham, we've spoken about Barbie. Mm-hmm. I didn't love 
the gratuitous nudity in Oppenheimer. I'm yeah, not 100% sure why. It wasn't required, That was, was it? necessary. No, no. no. Um, the, the good gentleman, um, comedy genius musician, um, will disagree mm-hmm. about whether uh, Florence Pugh's nakedness was necessary or not. <laughs> but I thought it didn't... Someone actually asked me, um, who was going to see it, like, oh, I've heard about a sex scene. I said, well, it's no worse than anything you'd see anywhere mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. It's not particularly gratuitous. But I suppose it's gratuitous in, you know, by by definition, mm-hmm. in that it's unnecessary. Yeah, it did feel unnecessary, weird. but then I also think of it in terms of trying to completely separate his relationship with Florence Pugh's character, yes. was it Jean? Yes, I think it was. Yeah. And his... Wife, wife later in uh-huh. the film yes um emily blunt's character so because the two very 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 different women yes yeah so i kind of put it down to they were just trying to find a way to really emphasize those differences Definitely. and it was an excuse to get florence Pugh with the kit off but yeah no, exactly looking, yeah no, i did really under, no like you say i did understand why they had that yeah not a courtroom scene but the hearing scene and he's kind of having flash but i understand yeah. why but I just feel like they could have done it a little bit more mm-hmm. discreetly. I mm-hmm. don't know. That That's my only kind of quibble mm-hmm. uh, from it. Oh, we didn't do, is it a Mo movie? Is Bend It Like Beckham a Mo movie? Oh, yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, yes, I mean, yeah. That's why we didn't do it, because <sighs> it's so obvious. It's so, so obvious. obviously a Mo movie. Yeah, absolutely. Oppenheimer, not so much. Barbie, probably. Yes. Yes. So yeah. uh, we've got the balance there. <laughs> got the balance of the force. Um Incidentally, I was speaking to another friend at the weekend who's just been to see Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. and he said that there was a couple sat in front of them, and they sat there for three hours all the way through the film, and sadly, at the end, as the credits rolled, the woman turned to the, the bloke and said, well, I've got absolutely no idea what any of that was about. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of tragic. Oh, dear. I know. Re- absolutely no idea that was you know that was the quote but Interesting. i don't yeah i'm not sure how you wouldn't be able to follow it really it does mm. get a little bit tricksy at the end with the hearings and the mm. you know the different um not exactly timelines but you know yeah different things that are going the different on interviews and things exactly and, and yeah, things that are being thrown yeah. around, accusations that are being thrown around. But to say that you have absolutely no idea what's going on shows a basic lack of grasp of history, <laughs> quite apart from anything else. I'm not, I'm not sure. Big bomb goes boom. <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> War ends. <laughs> or does it? Or does mm. it? Um, yeah, so is that, is, that, um, is that Summer Blockbusters done I now? Are we... Uh... Oh, Meg too. Oh, of course. How could I forget? How could go I forget? Go and watch The State. No, I'm um, very excited about If you're going to go and watch some blockbusters or anything to, uh, you know, while away the rainy summer, uh-huh, uh, let us know what you're watching. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, normally. Let us know if it's a Mo movie. Definitely, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not sure of the gender of the sharks in Meg 2, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Hold on, does Meg not just, is Meg not just short for Megan? No, no, it isn't. <laughs> I thought the giant shark was called Just Megan. Just called Megan. Yeah. Maybe. Is that not what it means? Maybe. Maybe it is. We'll have to go and see I it. I have absolutely you... no idea what I would have learned. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Are you aware, though, that, that, that Meg 2 is directed by Ben Wheatley? No. I discovered that this week. Really? Yeah. 
Okay. So, bearing that in mind, it might actually be the one Ben Wheatley film that I enjoy. <laughs> having not liked any of them so far. So, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Anyway. Wait. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, we we we'll, should probably we'll wrap something. up. Yeah, yeah, we'll find something fun to watch or... We will. Serious uh, and... Maybe. Interesting. Uh, who knows? We'll find know. something off our list. We will. it down for September. We will. Um, <laughs> it's your... Um, birthday month so technically do i get to pick pick. awesome Mm. oh that sounds good Mm. what can i make you watch (laughs) (laughs) we'll see there's lots of choice i'm sure there is i'm sure there is so yeah enjoy your uh summer blockbuster viewing Mm -hmm. if you are trying to hide from the rain and we'll uh we'll see you next month yep hopefully with some better weather see you in september guys bye 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 bye